All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Esther 414 podcast. I'm Whitney, your host, your Christian confidence coach, and God's vessel. And you're now tuned in to the Esther 414 podcast, Becoming That Girl, That Christian Girl. This is where Christianity and culture come to collide. Are you ready? You need to come in with an open heart and an open mind. Remember to share with at least one person because you never know a sister that may be in need. And if you feel upset, girl, that is conviction. Take it up with God, not me. I'm just trying to be his vessel. We are all imperfect people in need of a perfect savior. Remember to always test the spirit with the spirit. Test the spirit by the spirit. Get the spirit tested somewhere in here. And remember that this is a place where revolutionary women of Christ come together to let the devil know no weapons formed against us shall prosper. Here we rise up as Esthers of this generation because we were born for such a time as this. We have to surrender to God and we have to become that girl for the culture, that Christian for that Christian girl for the culture. It's time to put hell on notice because we're back. So becoming that Christian girl. Welcome to 2023. You know, last year was just a preview. I was getting my feet wet in this podcast space. I was just testing out the waters, seeing how this would go. But this year, we're going back to the basics. When I started this blog way back in college, this was literally called becoming a god, like becoming a godly woman or becoming a woman of God or something along that nature. And now we're circling back to becoming that girl. Like now culture calls it that girl, regardless of what it is. It's we're becoming that girl, but not just culture's version of that girl, but we're becoming Christ's version of that girl. You know, a lot of times we all have Christian women that we choose to resonate with in the Bible. Like, for example, if you're listening to this podcast, you know, Esther is probably your homie. She's probably your homegirl. She's probably like, you know, like Esther is your Rihanna, basically. But, you know, there's other women in the Bible as well. So it's like, first things first, it's like, what girl do you resonate with in the Bible? Like, what woman resonates with you and why? Why do they resonate with you? And like, what characteristics are you trying to seek that they have? And like, why do you feel God called you to be similar to them or it's like making you resonate with them like those are questions to think about but also like everyone always talks about you know our good homegirl the proverbs 31 but it's like how can we combine all of those factors because some people think the bible is old this and the other even though it's very much alive and well um but how can we combine that and look into culture and i think that's like what this podcast is about you know it's where christianity and culture come to collide and it's not about being those frumpy Christians that you see, but it's about being that girl. And I think good, two good representations in culture are definitely my girl, Sarah Jakes Roberts and Michelle Obama. But, you know, what makes them that girl? So today we are just doing a deep dive into what it is to be that girl from a Christian perspective and just from like what I feel and like you can agree, you can disagree, but like this is what I believe that God has put on my heart, especially because y'all, I'm just spitballing this day. Typically, I'll have notes and points about that girl and all that stuff, but today I'm just spitballing. And like I'm comparing culture and what the Bible says and just like what I believe that God wants us to do. So I think like, first of all, when you're where we could talking about that girl, becoming that girl, whatever. I mean, you can look at Mary, you can look at Eve, you can look at Esther, you can look at Sarah, you can look at all these different people. The first thing that you have to realize is that all of these women were made perfectly imperfect. And that's why I love like the intro of this podcast, because it literally talks about how we're perfectly imperfect people, like not a single one of them was perfect. 
you know, Esther, for example, even though you're like, how was Esther not poor? She didn't have anything wrong. She didn't have anything wrong, but also like she was poor. And the only reason why she was able to be get to where she was was one, because she was favored. She was in the right place at the right time. And she was beautiful. But if she didn't have those three things, she wouldn't have been there unless God anointed something to get her where she needed to be to. And that's his favor. That's great. So like one, that girl is favored. Like when you're that girl, when you're operating in that girl who God called you to be, you have favor. You His favor will touch on your life no matter the situation. And you have favor. You are blessed and highly favored. And you need to touch and tap into that. But I also think that when it comes to being that girl, like a lot of times when you're being that girl, you face scrutiny. Like in culture and life or whatever. I mean, look at Lori Harvey. Everyone calls Lori Harvey that girl. But, like, also everyone scrutinizes her. And I'm definitely not comparing Lori Harvey and Mary here at all. But look at Mary in the Bible. Mary was literally the virgin who got pregnant by not her husband. And had all this scrutiny by her family and all this stuff. And then she literally had to give birth in a barn. A dirty barn with animals nearby. To the king of the world. To the son of God. So, like, that girl, you know... Yes, she may be praised, but she also faces scrutiny. But what she does it with, she does it with grace. Like, she's graceful when doing that. Like, she's able to handle the things that God throws at her. She's able to present it with grace and with such a stature of how to do these things. And then I think another point that this brings me back to is, like, many times when you see that girl or, like, you hear about and all these different things, like, she's mysterious. And, like, when we're going back to that mystery and all that stuff, we can think back to Esther, like... And she knew how to keep her mouth shut, which is one thing I'm working on. But, like, Esther, like, in order to get the king to do what he needed to do, Esther had to be quiet. She didn't tell all of the motives. She knew how to keep her mouth shut. She knew how to follow the plans that God gave her, but not announce it to everybody. Because everybody doesn't need to be in the business that God has anointed for you. Because everybody else can kind of get in the way. Their ideas can get tainted. All these different things. So, she knew how to move in silence. And she knew how to do it with grace and class and just, like, utmost respect. And I think, too, like, you know, that girl is eloquent. That girl is able to do the work of the kingdom. She's able to, you know, admit mistakes. She's able to continue forth. She's able to be who God called her to be and to be in her calling. I think that's what God, that being that girl is about the all these aspects and all these attributes of all these different women in the bible like we all have these but we have to tap into them we have to tap into what god is saying we have to tap in and hear the holy spirit we have to be able to trust god we have to be able to say okay god this doesn't make sense but i trust you like sarah in the bible when she was 99 years old just hoping and praying for this baby she even had sent her servant to sleep with her man and then she is pregnant But she didn't trust God through that process. And we have to learn how to trust him because God will stand still to his promises. We also like Hannah in the Bible, another baby story, but who, you know, cried and prayed to this God. But then when she got what she wanted, she made sure to dedicate that back to God. So like when maybe your baby isn't a real baby, but maybe your baby is starting a business. Maybe your baby is launching your career, launching your podcast. It's becoming an influencer. It's being on social media. It's doing this, that, and the other. Well, like once you get that baby, you need to dedicate that baby to God. Like we can have all of these things, but God says, forget the world and remember me. So if we're really focusing on 
the world when we get all of these things. Like, that's not what it's about when you're that girl. It's not about the fame. It's not about the fortune. It's not about any of those things. And I'll, I'll be the first one to say, yes, those things are nice. But what's nicer is having a seat on the throne. What's nicer is at the end of my life for God to say to me, well done, my good and faithful servant. What's nice is being able to know that God blessed me so I could be a blessings to others. Because we're never doing these things in our life for ourselves. Because everything is connected to us for a greater good. And that greater good is to serve God with our purpose and the gifts and talents that he gives us. Which brings me to the parable of the talents. Like that girl knows how to use her talents and doesn't just sit on them. Like in the story, in the parable, each person had different talents. And one guy, he used all of his talents for good until he didn't have any. And then God, I believe, tripled it, multiplied it, whatever. Um, then there was another guy. And y'all, these are rough summaries. So don't be quoting me on this. You need to go read it for yourself. And then the other guy, he like didn't do as much as one guy, but he still didn't just completely not use his talents at all. And then the one guy just sat on his talents and God was angry with him. And, you know, God, we don't we don't talk about God getting angry, but he does get angry when we don't do what he wants us to do. But he also is a very forgiving God, too. So don't let that scare you. But it should scare you. But you should also know that he loves you so much. But like with that parable, it's saying like God gives us all gifts. So you need to use those gifts. You need to use what it is. And I think that girl also going back to the point is like she's able to recognize the gifts that God gives her. She's able to recognize where she's favored and she's able to acknowledge the desires on her heart that won't go away and then to act on them because that's where that's where it happens that's where the magic happens that's where it no longer just becomes like oh you're chasing the bag but you're chasing the bag that God has for you you're chasing after your God-given purpose not what the world is telling you to do you're not chasing after the degrees anymore you're not chasing after the certifications not chasing after this that and other you're chasing after the path that God leads you to and you're doing the things that he has told you to do you're doing things that your heart is inkling you to do and that's what that girl is I mean that's why when you see people who are that girl in culture and in society like these people are that girl not because of this and the other that they're that girl because they're walking in what God has told them to be they're walking in what God has put them to be they're walking in this and the other like they know what they're doing like God blessed them to be a blessing and a lot of them are still blessing like for example let's look at Rihanna um when I tell you Rihanna is my girl like my bestie etc so sis literally has philanthropies and all these different things and like that's why she, I believe she's continually so blessed because she always gives back she always just doesn't sit on her fame and fortune but she is always she's one to stand up and pull up for the culture she's one to be a voice for the voiceless she knows how to use her voice she knows how to use her power but she knows how to use it for good and not for evil and I think that's like what that girl is being about is knowing like when you do have influence when you do have power when you are in these positions but you're doing it for the advancement of your people you're doing it to make the world a better place like look at Esther you know, Esther is that girl. She's my favorite girl in the Bible and for, will forever be my favorite girl in the Bible. And like, yes, she became queen. Yes, she did all this stuff. Yes, she got to marry the king. Yes, yes, yes. But also, Esther helped to save a people. She was placed in a position to help save a people. She was placed in this position and she acted on what God told her to and then she was able to help move and advance them forward. She was able to pull up for the kingdom. She was able to make she was able to through God make ways when there seemed no ways and she was just she was able to be a star 
at this time through God's grace, through God's anointing, through God's precious power. But what if Esther didn't listen? What if she didn't have the heart for God? What if she didn't have the ear to God? What if she didn't let the Holy Spirit in? What if she didn't have the guidance, all these different things? Like, what would have happened? A people wouldn't have been saved. A race wouldn't have been saved. And that was connected to Jesus' lineage. So our purpose is so much bigger than us. Our purpose is just insurmountable when it comes to just like when we think of ourselves as a little being we are literally just specks in the earth so when we just like come back and like really just hone upon like what does it mean to be that girl all these things I think just tangibles are being able to discern what God wants us to do and then just to do it like at the end of the day that's what being that girl is because the rest will come like the love that everyone's searching for it comes and we're going to definitely talk about love because originally I wanted the theme of this podcast to be love like love for self love for this love for that and will we talk about traits of that girl yes we're going to talk about the traits of that girl but we have to you know introduce it a little bit we have to get it wet a little bit and then we'll continue to talk but to go into romance because I believe that's what next week is going to be talking about and really February is going to really be surrounded by romance love all that stuff love for yourself love for God love for others and the romantic love just like knowing that your worth is so precious and like it's okay to date it's okay to do all these things but don't get so caught up in that don't get don't put your worth in that put your worth in yourself put your put your worth in God because that's where your worth truly stands And just, like, knowing that, like, you're whole all by yourself. Knowing that, like, it's okay to love. It's okay to be a lover girl. It's okay to continue to keep your heart open for love. Because God doesn't want us to shut ourselves off to love. When we've been hurt, to back away from love. And, like, I think that's what's so wrong with our culture, especially with women. It's, like, we try to just be so hard and this and the other. But, like, that's not how God called us to be. God didn't call us to be that way. Like, if you look in the Bible, if you look at Proverbs 31, if you look at all this stuff, like, God calls us to be soft. He calls us to be gentle. He calls us to, like, definitely work hard and all this stuff. But when you're working hard and you have all these things, God doesn't call us to be boastful about it. He doesn't call us to say, oh, I'm this independent woman, da, 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 da. He doesn't call us to be boastful. He calls us to be quiet. He calls us to be soft-spoken about it. He doesn't, he calls us to be graceful. Like, that is what that girl is. He is so graceful. Like, think of Grace Kelly type stuff. Graceful. And that's what God calls us to be, to have this, this, what is that word? This, like, feeling of, like, grace and just, like, royalty and regality because we're sons and daughters of a king so if you're just out here like this i'm that like you don't have to say that everybody should know by how you present yourself and that's what that girl does she doesn't need to talk but she walks the walk like there's no reason to say it people should feel that in your aura but too many times we get lost up and running off at the mouth and then like our actions don't match that our actions are not matching our words and it's not cute like it's not cute to do all that it's cute to be graceful it's cute for a man to know that you bring all these things to the table without you having to say that and you know I had to check myself on this like I was like I had to check myself on this real hard I was trying to say oh I have this oh I do this oh I da, 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 da. but that doesn't matter it doesn't matter it should be how I present myself it should be that I'm presenting myself with elegance should be that I'm presenting myself with grace it should be I'm presenting myself in a way that makes a man know oh I have to step up to the plate and then if he doesn't he can get lost but 
we can't be that girl but we but mouthing off at the lip like that anymore we can't we can't do that and like I think like truly like when I was doing this podcast and like planning for it and all that I was like okay God what do I talk about because I know like I truly do feel like in this season God is calling me to more silence and more to actions before words because before I was just like I definitely will always put my actions behind it but I always like to talk a little bit too much so God's calling me to shut it down to be private and then to just like let the fruits speak for themselves like you know a lot of times we're planting seeds and that's just what we need to do and I think that's what that girl does too like she plants a lot of seeds like a lot of teasers a lot of this that and other but like you have to keep watching to find out the fruit. You just don't open up the book and you find it all on the first page. No, she's very elegant, very graceful, very much planting the seeds and you find out the fruit. For example, let's look at Michelle Obama, okay? So Michelle Obama, when she was in office, I was listening to an interview the other day. They talked about like what she was doing and she did it so gracefully, like of putting on for the culture. So like she did that with black designers instead of the typical designers. She would, everything literally that she does was calculated for a purpose and the purpose was for the greater good of the kingdom. That's going back to Esther. Everything that she has done calculated for a greater good for a greater purpose. I mean, look at Sarah Jakes and her lineage, literally her dad, T.D. Jakes, literally everything that he has done has prepared a way for her to kind of take that torch. If you watch that powerful message about like the torch being passed, just like that girl has moved in a way to where like it's like taking the next step, like things are being prepared. It's like literally what I hear God telling me my spirit is like, just like he's preparing a way for like becoming a queen becoming like sons and daughters of him like he literally is the king of kings so that's what he wants us to do like we're getting our crowns we are headed in that direction but we have to do it with grace and I think like that may be the word for the podcast is being graceful being quiet but still being able to speak up for yourself but everything doesn't have to be known everything doesn't have to be put out there like everything doesn't everybody doesn't need to be in your business as that girl because you're living a beautiful but a quiet private life because that's for pieces like you find God in the peace and quiet of your home but if everyone is in there and all these different things like he's not there so I've gone a lot I've gone 18 minutes almost 20 minutes into this podcast but I just want us all to practice being that girl and you know we're about to hit February um so we're going to be talking about love And then we're going to also be talking about the actual like words and specific traits of quote unquote what I think that girl is. And not just like any old words, but like words from the Bible, like the attributes, I guess like the attributes of what that girl would be and just like how we can strive towards that. So I got a little bit more studying to do, but I'm super excited. I think that as we continue to grow this podcast, we are um, just coming to a place of where we can be that girl where we can become who God has called us to be, where we can truly be Esther's of this generation because we can talk about it all we want to, but really we got to pull up for change. We got to pull up and um, do what God has called us to do. We got to pull up into our purpose and we have to trust him. So I'm going to pray us out now. Dear God, thank you for every single person who has listened to this podcast, who's going to going to listen to this podcast years from now and all that stuff as well and dear god i just pray this year that we can become start to become and start walking in who you called us to be start being 
queens for this kingdom. Start showing up with grace, start showing up with love, but also living a quiet but bold life. Knowing when and not to speak like Esther did, God. God, I pray that you anoint us as Esthers of this generation, Lord, and to just allow our spirits to accept that anointing, Lord. God, I pray that you continue to meet us where we are, and I pray that you just continue to use us as your vessels for this kingdom. God, I pray that we remember that we truly all are just imperfect people in search for a perfect Savior. So to just humble us so hard this year, Lord, and to make us realize that it ain't all about us. It never was about us. But it's about this kingdom. It's about what we can do next to better your kingdom. It's about making this place a better place. And it's about blessing others to be a blessing, Lord. And I pray that no weapon formed against us now or ever shall prosper. And any weapons that are trying to form, they are shot back down to hell where they belong, Lord. I pray that no one listening to this podcast is touched, Lord. I pray that all of our husbands and our future husbands and everything in between are blessed as well, Lord. And I pray that if this is people's marriage here, that they get married soon and that their husband finds them. Because I know a lot of my sisters are out here just waiting for that man to come. But also, Lord, I pray this is the year that my sisters, myself included, that we get our act together as well. That we become the qualities that you want us to be, to become wives, to become all these things that you have appointed for us in the kingdom. So Lord, fix us, fix our spirits, fix our qualities that we don't like about ourselves, Lord, and help us to become kings and queens of this kingdom, Lord. Help us to know what you need us to do, Lord. Help us to take the path and the steps that you need us to take, Lord, and help us to just be in your presence all year long, even when it's so hard to get there, Lord. Just make it easy, Lord. Find us a dwelling place that is so near to you that we just can't, we just can't live without it, that we just become so thirsty for you each and every day of our life that it just becomes natural for us to drink of you, Lord, like we drink of your water. Lord, and I pray that this year the Holy Spirit is so ever present in our lives that it just is so real, God. I pray that everything is just so ordered and so calculated this year, God, that it just feels all according to your plan. And nothing feels like a scary tide in the ocean, but it feels like we're riding the waves and catching the waves, Lord. And I pray that when you tell us to come out onto the scary waters with you, we know that you're there, Lord. And I pray that the pressure is released off of us, Lord, but it's there as well. But we don't feel the pressure because we're operating in the supernatural place where everything just works out, Lord. And I pray that everything begins to work out and to come together now for your good. And I pray that just everything that will happen this year will make this the best year yet. Not the best year ever, but the best year yet, Lord. And I pray that even though it does not seem like it in this January, Lord, that February will be better and March will be better and April will be better. And when we get to December of this year, Lord, it will be like we are a whole new person and we have eclipsed 10 different levels in our lives, God, that we have erased all the strongholds that have been holding us down, that we've gone through all the systems that tried to keep us down, Lord, and that does anything that was trying to stop us from what you have called us to be, who you have called us to be, never stood a chance because you've already taken those things away, Lord. I pray the debt is erased. I pray that 
there is so much of an overwhelm of resources, of money, of time, of everything that we could have ever asked you for that is already there before we even ask. And then that way we're able to focus our prayers, Lord, on how we can serve you better, Lord. I pray that we live in overflow so that we can help others more this year. And I ask all these things through you, Lord. Amen. Thank you so much for listening and tune in next week.